0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome back to the Cricket Corner podcast with me Vatsal Vora as we review the first day's play between India and Australia in the World Test Championship final here in Oval. Well, a day which completely belongs to Australia because there is no doubt about it where Australia have been on top, thanks to Travis Head and Steve Smith. India won the toss, decided to bowl first, in what seemed like the correct decision, based on the first session. In the first session, the ball was doing its thing. Swing and movement off the pitch, both were seen in plenty, which troubled the Australians. However, once David Warner and Manas Labushin got used to the conditions, they played out the conditions really well, they took their time. But once the overcast conditions were done and the sun came out, it was a batting paradise and Australia have completely taken the game in their hands, have made best use of the batting conditions and firmly sit on the top after the first 85 overs of this World Test Championship final. India did come out all guns blazing to be honest when they opted to bowl first the likes of Mohammad Shami and Mohammad Siraj were on point and were blo- and were bowling beautifully against the likes of Usman Khwaja and David Warner and they got the wicket of Usman Khwaja in like the 3rd or the 4th over and the score was just like 2 for 1 if i'm not wrong and at that very moment it did feel like this is this is the right decision by Rohit Sharma and the team management to bowl first year because the pitch was a green track, there was overcast conditions, was aiding the fast bowlers, and the wicket of Usman Khwaja was a big scalp because let's be honest, Usman Khwaja was probably Australia's best batsman when they toured India for the border Gavaska trophy earlier this year. So so yeah, it did felt like India are in the game here and they could run away with a few quick wickets, but when Manas Labushan came in at number 3 and joined David Warner. The two batsmen really looked after themselves. They looked after the conditions. They left quite a lot of balls, only played at the balls which were loose and were worthy of being hit for fours or a couple of runs here and there. Apart from that, they weren't in any sorts of hurry because they knew this is just a matter of time. Once the overcast conditions are out, once the sun is out, And then you can probably get some runs relatively quickly. And that is what happened. Unfortunately for Australia, David Warner lost his wicket right before the lunch break. He was caught down the leg side of a short ball and an excellent catch by Shikhar Bharat off the bowling of... Who was it? Yeah, it was Shardul Thagur, wasn't it? And that was a really cheap wicket to give away once because... I think David Warner has struggled with form. And when you get like 43 odd runs of 60 deliveries, you want to hang in there, get to a 50, then possibly a 200. But unfortunately for Australia, David Warner had to go. And he was joined, Manas Labushin, that is, was joined by Steve Smith. And the pair were trying to get through to the third session, probably unscaped in a way. But uh, once India came out to bowl, after lunch, they had that hunger in their belly once again. And they dismissed Manas Labushin. What a peach of a delivery that was from Mohammed Shami. Wonderful delivery right in the line with the off stump. And just came in a little to knock Manas Labushin over. And yes, what was the score when Manas Labushin got out? I think the score was like 76 for 3. And well, the game is still in India's hands. You have dismissed three batsmen here. You are having a new batsman coming out. You are just the, the, the batsman already at the crease. Steve Smith has just come out of a lunch break. This is the time to get the ascendancy. But unfortunate, unfortunately for India this time, that didn't happen. Because once Travis Head and Steve Smith got going, there was no turning back for Australia. The sun was beaming down. The pitch had just completely lost all of its movement and The swing, that all completely disappeared once the game entered the second second session and the second half of the first day's play. Because it was just so easy for Australia and Smith and Travis Head in general. Australia ending the first day's play with 327 for the loss of three wickets. They have not lost a wicket since Manas Labushin's dismissal by Shami early on in the second session. The day ending with Travis Head scoring 146 not out and Steve Smith on 95 not out. What a wonderful day of cricket that those two have had. Travis Head completely took the game away from the England uh, from the Indian bowlers. That is, he came out there and he was counter attacking like there is no tomorrow. He scored his first 30 runs like uh, with a strike rate of above 100, and then he completely settled down. He Ended the day with a striker of ninety-three, so you can see how quickly he got all of these runs and a first century to show for on English conditions. And I think it was worth uh, it was worth seeing his innings. He was absolutely magnificent. He punished the bad deliveries. He got on top of some good deliveries as well. Yes, there were some times when the likes of Siraj and Shami did beat him with the short ball, but once he has once he had got a, got his eye in, he was completely magnificent. Some of his cover drives through the offside were class apart. When the the Indian bowlers dropped their length shot, he was able to play the ball over the slip cordon to get some boundaries. He even hit 1-6 above the head of the slip cordon. He was just magnificent. And Steve Smith, on the other hand, was completely playing the reverse kind of innings uh, compared to what Travis Head was doing steve smith is a modern day australian great but he took the second fiddle when it came to this particular partnership travis head was going all guns blazing that steve smith probably understood that he doesn't have to be an aggressor here he can protect one end of the uh, in this partnership and be good and that's what he did. He scored 95 runs from 227 deliveries. Yes, he scored 14 boundaries. But his strike rate is just 42. Shows that he he's taking his time here. I saw Steve Smith bat today. And it looked like he's in no hurry whatsoever. Like he was leaving the balls left, right and center. I think he was on 49 for like a couple of overs. He had 5 deliveries in an over to get that single and go to his... Sixty fifth fifty was it? Uh, I'm not quite sure, but he just defended, left the ball. He was in no hurry whatsoever. He knew that the opportunity to get that solitary run would come, and it did come eventually. So completely, a uh, completely measured innings as far as Steve Smith is concerned, and it was, it was a wonderful ex- experience to see these two players batting the way that they did. An aggressor on one end, uh, a really defensive and rigid, rigid innings on the other end. It was like seeing Virenda Sehwag and Rahul Dravid from early 2005 or 2006 when they played Pakistan and scored like 400 for the opening stand. Like when Sehwag was going all guns blazing and Rahul Dravid at the other end was just keeping that one end tight and not giving any op- any chance to the opposition bowler. That's This is what Travis Head and Steve Smith have been doing and 327 and i mean if they can negotiate the first session tomorrow i don't see them getting out anytime soon and if they do negotiate that first session on day 2 i think this would be a mammoth mammoth partnership which is something australia really need after losing the toss and being put into bat what about the indian bowling the first talking point about the indian bowling comes even before the start of the game, and that was dropping uh, Ravi Ch- uh, Ravita. That was dropping Ravichandran Ashwin from the lineup and picking up an extra seamer. Like we all knew that India were not going to play three spinners in the form of Akshar Patel, Ravi Jadeja and Ravichandran Ashwin. We all knew that was not going to happen because this is not a Napur pitch. This is an Oval pitch, and the Oval pitch aids the fast bowling but then again india decided to drop two spinners and pick two quicks like we knew that one of umesh Yadav or shardu thakur is going to play in place of akshar patel but you guys must have heard the the preview episode here on youtube and uh, we talked about the fact that ashwin will keep his place just because he's an adequate batsman and he can give you those quick overs of spin here and there but Once again, they decided to go with Umesh Yadav. And the decision seems to be backfiring India here because Umesh Yadav has bowled 14 overs, none for 54. He barely troubled the Australian batsman, if you ask me completely. Ravindra Jadeja on the other hand, yes, he's also bowled just 14 overs. He's given none for 48 from those 14 overs. But he troubled Travis Head to some extent. There was some odd ball turning. There was... A few balls of, I think, Steve Smith was batting that just went past the edge. And if Ravindra Jadeja is able to do this, I'm sure Ravi Chandan Ashwin would be able to do the same, if not better than what Jadeja is producing. Yes, on one hand, I you can argue that Ravindra Jadeja didn't come to bowl until the 38th over. But I think that's just playing the conditions. I think Rohit Sharma knew that the fast bowlers are going to get the best out of this wicket earlier dose. And that's why he went with the three quicks or the four quicks. That is, but if you had Ravi Jadeja, or sorry Ravichandran Ashwin at one end from one end, I'm sure you could have done much better. But those are the things of the past now. As far as Indian bowling is concerned, Mohammad Shami and Mohammad Siraj were excellent today. Both have a wicket to their names. Shami picking up Labushen, as we mentioned. Usman Khwaja was dismissed by Mohammad Siraj for a knot. that was another wonderful effort from the Indian bowlers. But I think the credit should not go to the Indians here. Yes, credit when credit is due. But I think the star of the show have to be Steve Smith and Travis Head. As I mentioned before, Travis Head 146. Steve Smith 95, both at the crease here. Steve Smith looking for his third 100 at the Oval. I think he's already averaging above 100 at Oval, which is just marvellous. And he really loves this ground, doesn't he? And he's going to be a menace to the English bowlers when it comes to the Ashes. But it's it's really looking good for Australia. And they could just pile on the misery tomorrow. And it could be a completely reverse thing from the Border Gavaska Trophy when India were at the top all the time. This is Australia at the top for at least the first days, after the first day's play, that is. A partnership of 251 and it barely tr- was troubled. There were a few odd deliveries and odd pounces here and there which kept troubling Travis Head. But Steve Smith just looks like in the league of his own and I can see him batting for a lot, a lot of overs tomorrow. And those are the warning signs as far as the Indians are concerned because both of these players are set Both of these players have judged the conditions to the perfection. To perfection, that is. And uh, yeah, it would take a really good delivery or a false shot to get either Head or Smith out. Now, what do India need to do to get back into this World Test Championship final? If you ask me personally, India have to bat tomorrow. There is no other way that India can pull the game back to their back into their grasp. In a way, that is, they need to bat tomorrow. Now, will Australia allow them to bat tomorrow is the question which I am coming up in my head right now. Let's say they play for two sessions tomorrow, two and a half, they declare after tea. Is that what India need? Because if Australia play two more sessions, you can assume they'll add another 200 runs based on how good the batting conditions looked after the first session. So, it is very much possible that Australia can add another 150-200 runs here because, let's be honest, Australia do have a lot of batting still left. They have an already settled pair of Travis Head and Stephen Smith at the wicket. If they lose one or two wickets, they still have Cameron Green to come out next. Cameron Green was excellent in the IPL. He was he ended the Border Gawaska trophy on an excellent note with 100 in Ahmedabad. So, he is in form. Alex Carey is no scout with the bat. He can sweep the way to some runs. He can be a handy batsman who can give you those quick-fire 30-35 runs. So, he's he's still amongst the batsmen who are still left to bat. Pat Cummins can give you some quick runs as well. And Mitchell Stark and Nathan Lyon are capable of hanging out there in the middle as well. So, Australia still have a lot of batting left and that's what will trouble and hinder india's chances going forward at one point in time it felt like india just getting through through getting through the overs quickly and unscaped if they might if i might add because i felt like rohit sharma and co are just looking for the new ball and hoping the new ball can give them the magic of the pitch back and possibly gave them a wicket or two to end the day's play. But I think it was too little too late. They did have like four and a half overs with the new ball. But Steve Smith and Travis Head looked quite comfortable. Well, a couple of uh, balls which were pitched up looking for swing through, uh, I think Mohamed Siraj looking for some swing, pitched the ball up. And Travis Head was just saying, yeah, thank you very much. I'll hit this these couple of deliveries for, to the boundaries, one was a cover drive, one was a straight drive, and um, even the new ball doesn't seem to be troubling the Australian pair here. The only hope that India has right now is that the ball is relatively new, just four and a half overs old, and if they can get the same overcast conditions for the first session tomorrow, and maybe get a wicket of either Travis Head and Steve Smith, if not both, just one of them would do. Get 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 a new batsman in, get Cameron Green in, probably get Alex Carey in and try to break uh, break this defence, get, uh, get a small uh, scratch in the armour possibly. I'm losing words here because Australia have been magnificent. Travis Head, Steve Smith, take above. You are the player of the day for me. If I had to pick one player of the day, it's, it's like a tradition here on the Cricket Corner podcast when you're doing such reviews, you pick... player of the day and if I had to choose one I would personally go for Travis Head because the way he counter-attacked it took India completely out of the game it took the steam out of the Indian bowling attack and he has he's the reason his counter-attack is the reason why Australia are ending the first day well on top of India. Much to ponder as far as Rohit Sharma and the Indian management is concerned but well if this is going to be a hell of a batting track then india have a far better... Uh, india have a good batting lineup as well if not better i was going to say a far better batting lineup but i don't think so if that's the case but yeah india have a good batting lineup as well with the likes of Gil, pujara rohit sharma virat kohli ajinkya rahane so if the pitch does aid batting then you can expect india to score some ginormous runs as well but that's still well, into the future, we India first have to make sure that they dismiss Australia for a relatively score, low score. 327 already on the board. What will be a good score now? Anything under 400, but it doesn't look like Australia are going to lose or uh, eight wickets or seven wickets in the next 73 runs. So, a lot of worries for India after the end of day's play. But let's see how the day pans out tomorrow. Overcast condition would be helpful, but you never can. Predict the English weather? Can you? So this is the review of the first day's play from the World Test Championship final. Australia well on top, and looking forward to India's response tomorrow. I'll be there tomorrow with yet another episode. So make sure you are tuning in on YouTube. Make sure you are liking, sharing, and subscribing to this channel. for the, For the time being, this is me, Watsalvora, signing off. Ciao for now. Sports Social Podcast Network.